man, today's episode, in fact, the episodes keep getting better and better. Yeah. I, I don't think, I'm not sure if I can hear myself properly. Sure. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. It means that... Um, Which one is it? No, no, no. I think you're good. Let me just raise it. <coughs> oh, yeah. It's from there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Better. Thank you. Yep, the episodes keep getting better and better. Yeah. And then, uh, in fact, I don't even want to say, you know, I'm just amazed and I'm honored to be sitting here with this guy. <laughs> I'm sure that, you know, by the time I start getting into some of the things that he has done, people are going to be like, who is this? Uh, Mr. Medi said, Mr. Medi in one of the videos that I was watching said, man, this man is small. But listen, He's mighty. <laughs> Once he gets into this producing thing, yeah, bro. Literally, yeah. I was going through like his um, I was going through his uh, I'll call his biography, autobiography on um, on Spotify, mm. and then looking at some of the things that this guy has done, I'm just amazed. First of all, this guy is I wouldn't say someone coming out of out of music or outside music, but then someone that has a uh, degree mm. in physics and geophysics. Am I right, sir? Yeah, geology and applied geophysics. Yeah. Imagine, <laughs> you know, you know, geology and applied, you know, geophysics, and then gets into creating some of the biggest hit songs out there. This guy has sat and been in studio and inspired people like Bracket, Mr. Midi, Yemi Alade, uh, Vector, uh, P Square, the big ones, and then you're just, you know, and made some of those big hits. You know, mm. Chop My Money, mm. you know, Ile Ijo, um, Your Eyes. By me, I said, look into your eyes. As in, literally, I was, and then um, Charlie as well. Man, we're happy to have you. Yeah, it's a, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to, to be with uh, to great minds like like you guys. And Thank you so much. Shout out for, to what you guys are putting together in this part of the world. Thank you so the much. Pleasure is all ours. Thank you so much for honoring our. our yes. How was the drive down here? It was good. It's my. This is, should be my second or third time in in, in what I want. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. How you How you feeling? You know, we're talking about you know. Uh, yeah. How you getting into like uh, like the the most important thing is always getting to know new places, visit new places, meeting mm. new people. So mm. that's one thing that I, I I enjoy, and I'm happy that is happening as well. Yeah. 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 I mean, seeing you guys, mm. and also. Hearing more about the story of this environment, yes, yeah. it's because that's what uh, uh, what we need as creatives, you know, exposing our mind to different things at, mm. at, a, at a particular time yeah, and exactly. season, yeah. because it also inspires us, yeah, you know, working and collaborating with different people all over the world. It's so it, it's it's beautiful so far. Yeah, um, uh, in fact, like he's saying that you know he he's he has just spent you know uh, almost a year and okay. yeah and then you know compared to this i'm like see bro <laughs> don't worry with time you're going to get to enjoy it of course if you want to get the vibe of the state everybody goes to toronto <laughs> and do every other thing there but then out here uh but you know for those that don't know you mm -hmm. we've read we've seen and then you know we've gone through some of the videos and some of the wonderful things that you've done you know you can just take a moment to just you know introduce yourself i've done the introduction yeah but then the only thing is better to hear from the horse's mouth yeah you know? yes, yes true just true. basically give us you know? all right all right so yeah. my, my name is uh following shaw phillips nice. aka flip ties um yes, i'm a nigerian <laughs> an afrobeats creator composer and um um i'm also an uh, I'm, I'm 
I'm going I'm, pu- I'm putting up some things together in form of books nice. and all of that. So you might call me an author sometime soon. And uh I'm a member of the recording academy, the Grammy. And um huge. I produce I produce a lot very, of songs. Very huge. I produce a lot of songs for so many artists yeah. in Nigeria, in America, all over the world. And nice. and uh so that's who I am. Yeah. <laughs> Sound to be a member of the academy apparently as like bro they're they only they only very very few people that actually get into that position you know yeah, yeah. and and that's to tell you how far nigerian music or afrobeat has gone yeah. and it's uh it's part of the inclusion that we're talking about we yeah. need to be part of the decision making of the voice nice. you know so that's why Wow. They are beginning to see. We, we need to get into that. Yeah, we, to I, see people I, like yeah. us. So that, that's why you see some of our artists. They, 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 they of all Nigerian music, Afrobeat music is big. It's yeah. huge. Yes, yes. So they have no option than to accommodate more, yeah. more, of, more of, uh, For sure. more 1, of black, uh, yeah, yeah, 1, members, yeah, one thousand yeah. percent. But bro, geology and then geophysics, <laughs> <laughs> then. Getting to produce all of these hits. Hmm. How did it all get started? I mean, like the music journey. The music journey. Wow, that's a very beautiful question. And it started for me 2005 while I was getting into the university. I mean, shortly before that, 2004, hmm. shortly when, you know, the old jump. Uh, How many times when I write jump for you? Uh, <laughs> when we write jump, they begin, they begin, you know, it was, it was beginning to be a soft landing, but so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there was a the jump, jump. You know, <laughs> jump was, uh, at the time, jump was a, was a, was a huge war for people. Yeah. 100%. But I think over the time now, yeah. you know, they've started being, it's now more relaxed. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and I'm, I'm sure you guys will talk about that. That's not really shouldn't be the, the the take the, the almighty factor that would determine who yeah. because yeah. some people are actually brilliant that they might not need to go there but that's exactly. another discussion yeah. for another day. Exactly. so for me during the journey uh during the time i was trying to uh get into the university you know i started going from one studio to the other mm-hmm. you know my laptop in the bag it wasn't my laptop it's from my uncle then um <laughs> I would just go to the studio. I, w- I was just trying to just, how would I do doing this thing and all of that then? Mm. My cousin happened to be someone who loved, loved game a lot. Up to yeah. now, he still plays games. I'm and ju- all just that. curious, sorry to cousin. Why were you going to the studio? Did you, was it, did a friend, you know, like what was the first, <laughs> what, what introduced you to music? What, were you a huge music fan? You yeah, know? yeah, so I've been a music guy. Like I love music. You know, we've yeah. been miming in the, Social nights, so they call it back then. Back, mm, okay, in, you know, in the secondary school. So yeah, I've always n- known that I would do music. So, okay. nice. but right. I didn't really quite have the resources, nor the the background yeah. and all mm. of that. So, I just felt like no. Now a lot of kids now they want to game, they want to do game, they want to do streaming, yeah. Yeah. they want yeah. to do podcasts, they yeah. want to yeah. do um, so many things. So yeah. then it was this music thing, studio thing that was raining that was for it. us. That was the end. Yeah. So my cousin who who loved, he loves games so much, and he bought a game, then used to be in the CD, then yeah. I bumped into a software, a okay. music production software, and that was the beginning of my music Wh- production journey. Which one was it, FL? No, FL. I'm it's not sure called, you FL that time. Okay. <laughs> no, FL came out that same, it'd be a, a little okay. longer before then. Okay. F, uh, then used to be FL3. FL3, okay. Yeah, three. Okay. That was it. So, but this software is 
think EJ, EJ. there about yeah. then. Oh, nice. I, I taught myself how to produce. Nobody taught me how to Are produce. Are you serious? So I taught myself how, how to produce. How about the instruments? Because I know you play piano. Like I've seen. Yeah, so it's the, just I, I play the 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 piano just to produce what I do, yeah, not yeah. as a church pianist. Yeah, or, yeah, 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 yeah. It's just they call it MIDI controller. Just yeah, yeah, yep, yep. So yep. that was the beginning. Then going into the university, um, I, I in, you know in Nigeria, if you don't go to school, your parents, you know, you know now we yeah. they love education <laughs> a lot of that. So I, not just education, you must do medicine. All those. You must do engineering. engineering. You must of do. Course. And uh, Law, so anything art, anything. Yeah, you must be a yeah. So don't do that. you know, unfortunately <laughs> for me, when I entered university, um, they didn't admit anybody in engineering that year. Wow. I was supposed to be in civil engineering. Mm. So the next thing, I was okay, geology Close, yeah. and applied geophysics. Okay, so that's why I ended up. And while I was doing that, because I was very brilliant, as mm. in I'm, I'm in school, it's. When I read, I quickly get it. So, yeah. so I, and that's exactly the same thing that I interpreted in the music thing. So Wonderful. it was easy for me to combine yeah. music that's and cool. my school because mm. I graduated on time, no yeah. delay, no yeah. problem. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Nice. Awesome. So uh, you got you got this music software, brother. Yeah, you got this music software. You taught yourself how to produce, and then all of a sudden, when did you when did you feel like okay, you know what, I should take this thing. To the next level, and yep. then I should, yeah, because it's something to, to, to actually, you know, begin something as a hobby, and then you're mm. just doing it on the side, and then to actually be like, you know what? I think I actually have a a knack for this thing. Let me actually, you know, monetize it. Monetize yeah, yeah. So, it, so is it too loud? No, no, no. I'm okay. I'm okay. okay. I'm okay. Yeah. I actually just want to hear you guys. Okay. Naturally. Yeah. So, um, hmm. you know, I, I a friend of mine told me something. They said anything you do, always give room for progression mm. you know i think this is a thing you guys talk about in, in project management or progressive elaboration you know always you know keep improving some continuous improvement continuous improvement and all of that so and that's the way i approach anything that i do mm. you know there must be room for growth and development so after i started producing music and all of that and i thought about okay how can i enter into the lagos market because i was not schooling in lagos yeah so then I started doing shows on campus. Then mm. we bring in artists that are raining from Lagos into university. Of and Adore, Ikiti. Was, okay, yeah, Ikiti, yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, were you were you the one organizing these events? Yeah, I was the one organizing wow. it. Wow, yeah. that's a lot of work and resources. Bruh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I make you know. Don't forget, I've started making music, money from More music, music. Okay, mm. producing songs from people. So there was inflow of cash, yeah, so yeah. it was easy. Then, so I started bringing in artists from Lagos. Yeah. And from there, I happened to, I invited Danny Young. Okay. Danny Young, he recorded one of the, you, you know, when you're talking about people, a lot, it's just so fortunate that a lot of people forget things. You know, those are the people that change the game for the kids. Not even voice kids. You know, when you look at the, when you look at the, the era of everybody want to do corny, corny love, mm. anybody want, then that was it. Yeah. So, because yeah. he was young, he started singing at 13. Wow. So we, we knew him back then. So when, when he, we invited him, man. We happened to produce one song. Okay. Right. We started the song right there in school. And that's on one of the biggest, his biggest song to date. That's Ojutiti one. 17, 18, 19, but Ojutiti oh, one. Wow. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> so and, and that was produce, the beginning. I produced that song. Are you serious? If you go to the video and you see me in the beginning. So that was my beginning. That's the, the beginning of my journey. Yeah, that was like the launch. Into moving into the mainstream. 
music industry from as a student, as a final year student. Yeah. Okay, okay. You know, so that was, I scaled up into that then. Moving into Lagos, then everything changed, yeah. So I'm thinking, now you're done with school early, you have your degree in geology and, you know, geophysics, and I believe that, you know, the result was actually awesome. What was that conversation like with your parents? And then you're telling them, man, I'm not doing this, I'm not <laughs> going to be geophysics and, and ideologist too. I actually want to take this music thing seriously because I believe that most parents are going to be like, ah, especially back then or like now where it's relatively accepted. All right, so a very, very valid question. But so there's some conversation that never just popped up because I was a good guy. Yeah. I was doing well. I was, even while I was seven, I was already going to the UK. Mm. <laughs> I was already going to UK for Nigerian so Entertainment Award. You were already award. showing your work. So I was already going to. I, yeah. I already registered my company, mm. Flipside Entertainment, which happened to be the uh, company that actually executive produced that young project. Wow! So I was already pretty much established yeah. myself. Yeah, awesome. And um, you know, like I said, already traveling. So the conversation never popped up yeah. because guess what? How much were they paying people that are working back then? Compared to what you were doing. Per month. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was already making much more. Mm. So that conversation, uh, that conversation never popped up, you know. And uh, like I said, I was scaling up. You know, this was before the Peace Square. This was before Yemiala, Davido, and all of these guys. You know, yeah. so there was always that progression. Yeah, even before Acon, uh, uh, Acon, even before you know, progression will happen up the way to meeting Dr. Dre in, in his Los Angeles studio in LA. Wow. You know, there, and up to now, there's more things. That, going, you know, yeah, so there in. was, th that conversation never popped up, you yeah. know. Of course, when you, at a point, you want to say, okay, can I do this? Can I do that? Yeah. Like, or oh, can I, I want to do my MBA now in York University, but, you know, so many things are, just to see how you can still, in the in that hierarchy of creators, how, how can you have that edge and yeah. all of that. So, yeah. Mm. It, yeah. Not too long ago, I, I believe the last episode that we released was basically on entrepreneurship and then, you know, the challenges before success. So many people have hobbies mm. that are actually very, very lucrative, good ones. You know, it's not just, oh, I'm just doing this by the side. But then we still have that conversation of uh, our parents, some parents want their kids to go in a particular path. Mm. Sometimes those paths are not... They are like they are not the right path for the kid, but they yeah. just believe going this way. Mm. But then you're able to manage it to the point where even at the point of graduation, mm. you were already seeing like everybody and people around you rather. Let me let yeah. me let people around you were seeing the fusion. Yeah. So what would you how would you advise someone who has a love for something mm. that you know they're actually very, very intrigued in it, but still they still have Number one, fear factor. Mm. Number two, parents mm. are also there and then they are telling, and then like, so they're trying to balance because you, you did both at the same time. Mm. For some of them, they'll be like, you know what, let me finish this degree. Mm. And by the time you're done with that degree, the, sometimes the, you. The energy, the vibe. Be, exactly. Okay, sounds good. Very brilliant question, anyway. Um, so there are things they call basic fundamentals. Mm. That's which, through which every other thing grows. You know, basic fundamental, what am I saying? You you know, when you, when you talk about uh, the knowledge of math, okay. it's going to lead to so many things. True. Like your accounting, the knowledge of um, chemistry is going to lead to how you live, how you don't consume some harmful substances. Yeah. The knowledge of nutrition will help you. So those are big, basic fundamentals. So school is not, education is not a scam. It's 
very important for you to be educated to a certain point. Yes. So once you have that basic fundamental yeah. knowledge, yeah. every other thing can can flow. Yeah. I, I'm sure you've seen a lot of artists that they, they studied medicine. You know, Dr. they C. learned a lot of things from going to school. Mm -hmm. yeah. You understand? Yeah. That we make them stand out. For example, let me give you an example now. When I finished school, 2009, I've never worked any corporate organization. I've done, I don't do any corporate emails, <laughs> any uh, anything. Maybe my manager will write and yeah, all of that. Yeah. But while I was going to apply to come into this country, to I, I needed to write some exams. Mm. You know, I needed to write eye health. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. You know, I'm just being real now. Yeah, mm -hmm. I needed to. Oh no, nah, I started going back to write. Uh, formal informal letter, which I actually know, but I, there are so many rules yeah. that that mm -hmm. guy that writing, yeah. Yeah. so many things, all of that. But I, if I tell you now, those uh, that experience, you know, that I went through reading all those things all over again, it's helping me now in so many ways. Mm. Come and, and when I relate with people out here, yeah. when I want to write, when I want to do, it's improved a whole lot of things. Awesome. So that's why I'm saying basic fundamentals. It doesn't awesome. mean that I'm a school teacher or I'm an English teacher, yeah. but yeah. I, I went through that. <laughs> so if your if your parents actually want you to go to school mm. to learn and all of that, why don't you go to school if they are providing the resources? Mm. Oh. Then um, it's not it's not a custom stone. Some people they are very they are very spiritual. They 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 are crazy. When I say crazy, it's not in a very bad way. They know exactly what they 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 knew. So many people that succeeded in some particular, they knew they were going to succeed. Yeah, they they didn't go to school. They were rebellious yeah. at a point. Yeah. If that's if that's you, that works. you know, like you are one of those outliers, which there are not that many. Mm. Sure, you can drop out of school. You, you you can go for what you want to go for. If you want to be a creator, you want to do this. Why not? If you know, if you feel like school is going to be like an imp impediment, but if you know you are not that sure. Mm. It's not that clear, mm. you know. You don't know where the path might lead to, and all yeah. of that. Still go to school. Yeah. You know, there's no. Just go to the school. When yeah. you're done, you can still now do so many other things. And and as an entrepreneur, so many things will pop up. You know, so many things will pop up, and you're gonna learn. You're gonna you're gonna understand. Okay, maybe I, maybe this uh, entrepreneurship is not even for not, me. Not for you. Yeah. Yeah. Let me yeah. just go to school, JJ. <laughs> all of that. Yeah, and all of that. So, but people like us were crazy. We we're like, okay, no, we're gonna we. I will. I'll be writing the exam. I'll be. In, I'll be in the car going to get equipment in in Lagos. Coming back, I remember at the point I'm rubber. Wow. <laughs> God does on you. <laughs> and they were gonna shoot me. And that's a discussion for another day. Are you serious? <laughs> you know because I I love. To improve my my studio, my music thing. So you were taking some risks. I, I was taking some risks. A lot of risks. That's not some risks. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but thank God I wasn't shot. You know, was. it was a divine intervention. I, I love that. Nah, we thank God for that. Yeah. We thank God for that because we don't know if we're going to get all <laughs> of this. Nah, nah, nah. nah, and, nah and, actually, and absolutely, like just to to buttress on what you said, there's really nothing set in stone in terms of. Yeah. Like a one way to achieve something, you know. Yeah. Different people have, because of their personalities, there are different ways, mm. you know. So if your personality doesn't suit a certain way, yeah. you just need to be truthful to yourself and follow what suits your personality. Exactly. So it's, yeah. it's just, you, you know, because I, I wouldn't lie to you because I've, I've seen a lot of people that they went to school, they just wasted that year, those years, and and they now say, oh, okay, they didn't really. They feel like if they are actually taking maybe one year course mm. or one 
two, three month boot camp. Like yeah. you guys yeah. would have. Yeah. Uh, it could have, 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 could have had, because so many people also went to UNAD where I, the school I finished and they went to learn all this computer science and they were teaching them the the Fortran, the yeah. 1980s. Yeah, yeah. Cobol. And, <laughs> yeah, and another kid just went to a coding school yeah. and they were they are still ahead of people that went. So, so you know, this thing is not really... There's no one route to it. To it. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah. I hope I can. I, I can. I, I answer your question. I agree. Yes, yes. Yeah. I agree Absolutely. with you. I agree with you also, man. Let's 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 now let's now progress into you know into some of the awesome part of the journey. Of course, like I always tell people that trust the process. Every part of the process, Counts. there's always something to learn. Yeah. There's mm. always there's always you know wonderful parts. Yeah. Now you got to the point. Now you are scaling the business. Who was the first? Let's say quote and unquote big artist mm. that you actually produced, you know, a beat for. But then even before that, let's say you've been producing a bit, like beats for like five years. I mean, like up until like after starting from, from, uh, from getting into uni. Mm. And now it's almost 2005 to this very point. It's almost 20 years. Mm, you yeah. Trust me in the yeah. game. Mm. So you are, you are a legend in the game. You don't <laughs> just start. You understand? Yeah. So talk us through like, the process, your process and the mental frame mm. of actually making a beat. Mm. Yeah. Or, yeah, because, you know... The artist. <laughs> really, yeah. really, like, the mental frame of making a beat, you know, like, how does it How does it come to you? You know, some people do magical things and yeah. they actually cannot explain it. Yeah. They're just like, you know what, once I'm in the studio, I just touch this on, touch on, touch on, and then boom. It just comes together. So what's, your, what's your process? What, All right. Yeah. So, so uh, I, I think I put something out there that... Um, a video I put out on my Instagram when, um, was it, I forgot the name of this artist, um, Love One Titi Guy, the singer, what's his name? CK. CK. Exactly. He was talking about when he created this biggest song, Love One Titi. Mm. He was just playing some chords on the keyboard and that inspiration just okay. came. Mm. And immediately, he went into, he went into the, um, the studio, studio, started putting it together he did it in that rough sketch, you know? Like, they say the, the strongest ink, I mean, the weakest ink yeah. is stronger than the weakest, um, the strongest mind. Mm. The weakest ink is, is stronger than the, uh, the, the strongest the mind. mind. If the ink is weak, as long as you can document, you can capture your idea. Yeah, it's it will still be there. But your mind is strong, but you you mm. thought, oh, I have it in my head. But after five minutes, it's you gone. can forget. You it's can gone. forget. And then you, you might never remember it ever again. Absolutely. That, yeah. That's deep. Yeah, so that's exactly the my approach to whenever I'm inspired, no matter how small or how huge the inspiration might be, I just started putting it together just like that. Mm. You know, I don't wait till it's perfect, mm. till it's all looking all ready and all of that. And, and that's that's my approach. And all the artists that I've ever worked with, because they asked me that, who are the, the artists I started with? Uh, so I've, I've moved from Danny Young. The next artist I think I worked with was um, Face. Yeah. The, the, nice. One of the audition yeah, boys. boys. Yeah, yeah. Some of these songs, like, I mean, The Mood, In Came, some of his biggest hits that came yeah. After the first uh, era for him, um, the first uh, um, era for him, for him in the yeah, second, yeah. Era, second era, yeah. I, I made it. And yeah. that was the song that so many artists heard, like Peace Square, mm. that, that, said, that I was invited into, yeah, yeah. To, into Squareville to come work with them. Awesome. And all that. And when, while we were there, it was the same approach that we used when we were trying to do Chop My Money. Mm. You know, when the, with the little idea we had, we just started with it yeah. that way. I watched um, the video of yourself in the studio with Medi. 
And Pisco too, right? Yeah. So yeah. of course I saw I saw that of Pisco, but then I saw that of Midi when you guys were doing Ilejo. Hmm. And then in one of the in, in one of the frames, you got up and mm. then because because you were tweaking the sound, you got mm. up and then you were actually on a vibe. Mm. <laughs> At that point, I believe you knew that you know what? This song is a hit. Yeah. At mm. that point, and then there's these things that producers have as well. There's a way you can know, there's a way producers know from the beat itself, you know, mm-hmm. that this song is a hit. Now, this question is 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 in two parts. As a producer, it takes a lot to find the right artist. Yeah, yeah. Because you can produce the best beat. Mm. Yeah. If right. you don't have the artist to actually deliver that song, there's a problem. Mm. Or rather, it might not blow or go the way that it's supposed to go. So, for yourself, when you actually, you know, make a beat, how do you think and say, you know what? Nah, man. Fizz might not be good on this song. Mm. P-Square might be perfect on this song. How do you necessarily select you know, you know, you know, the artist? This is very funny. <laughs> this is very funny. You know, sometimes eh, um, you might actually think it's one artist that will kill one mm. particular beat. And uh, what if I told you that one of the biggest wedding songs in Nigeria, it's the one by Urusha Femi, Igbeyahu, uh, I don't know maybe you've heard that song. I haven't heard that song. Yeah, it's for it's, it's that beat was for some other artist, mm, but wow. they didn't like it, and it was the person that I didn't. Okay, let me just send this beat to this guy, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and that song become one of it's one of the biggest wedding song. I'm sure when you now go, go back and play the song, you know that this. Yeah. So it's, sometimes you can't really tell, but mm. however, there are some Syria. Beat killers that you know that anytime they jump on the beat, most time too, maybe you have chemistry with these guys. Mm. You already know that ah, this is the type of beat that this so 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 artist will like, you know, and it's like that. And however, there are some beats too that they are big, they are beautiful. That even though an upcoming artist can jump on it, something yeah. can still happen mm. because it's gonna be it's gonna it's. It's beautiful, especially when you're a producer that you understand the the process of composing or of composition of how to manipulate that, put it together to make it something ready for people to listen to. So it can be like that too sometimes. So, but basically, I I I I give myself freedom to 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 innovate, to do something different, and also to give people to just give people chance the freedom to to just vibe and let's see. Yeah. How it's going? Maybe it might work for them. It might not work for them because sometimes music is spiritual. Mm. It might be because I'm sure you've heard some song like some guys they they sound whack and people are vibing to the song right now. Like you know, I don't want to mention names, but you know some artists <laughs> that are. You see, ah, this song just there everywhere. But sure they got even in not in, in Yankees, they are not that talented. Yeah, but but the song could just go viral. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's 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 that's, 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 that's a lot of people. A lot of people awesome. say say that about my favorite my favorite musician. <laughs> you don't know you don't know my favorite musician. Oh no, I know, I know. But hold on, let's let's reset. <laughs> oh, we need to reset. Camera. Yeah. So your your favorite your favorite um, musician is is Azu. Yes, portable. portable. So he likes portable. He likes. I, I I I love portable. <laughs> I think people, you know, his sound is a very street. You know, street Lagos local sound, mm. but when you listen to his lyrics, if you actually listen to the things he says in his music, mm. there is meaning behind it. Like, and you know, I've I paid attention. You know, and also another reason is like, so I, I didn't grow up in Amiruba. 
mm. I grew up in Edo State. That's not an excuse. I mm. speak Yoruba very sparsely. Mm. But right? And he speaks very well. Apparently. Of course, I grew up in Ibadan. You grew up in Ibadan. I'm a Ibadan. But I mean, we, I, we can relate to Yoruba. Yeah. But, so listening to him is one of the ways that improves. Mm. You oh, know, nice. I, I understand. When, when I hear something I've, I've not heard before, you know, I'm curious about it. Mm. And then I go, I dig deep. There's meaning behind it. So, mm. And a lot of people look down on, on him, but I keep saying it. No, I actually believe he's a fantastic singer. You think so, right? Very intelligent guy. He's just trying to act like he doesn't know mm. what he's doing. He's, you know, guess what? If you are like everybody in the crowd, they don't notice you. Exactly. But if you are the red uh, purple cow, there's a book I read, Purple Cow. Mm. You know, everybody want to buy a purple cow because yeah. they've never seen it's, a purple yeah, cow before. Rare. So Zazu is like a purple cow. Absolutely. You would rather choose that color than the white one that is everywhere. 100%. So. He was going, by God willing, God's grace, he will perform at my wedding. That <laughs> <laughs> sounds good. Amen. 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 So, bro, uh, one of the questions I asked before, so when you make a beat, how do you, do you have, of course, like now you're already, you're already seasoned. Mm. You're already a legend. It's no longer, oh, starting. There's no upcoming in this one again. This one, you've, 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 you've proved it. <laughs> you understand? You've actually dropped templates and frameworks for people. When you hear a song, mm. do you now have that tendency to to actually know? Okay, now nah, this one is going to yes. Or is that is that is there? I just on beats you be like, oh this one is not leaving the laptop. Oh. Like we're just saving it in one file. Yeah, so 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 that that, that that that's very valid. Like right now, I now, you know, is you know, ears. You can train your ears. Mm. People don't know that ear. There's a website called Air Gym to build your ear mode. You know, after a while that you've been in an industry for so many years and all that, you've developed your, your ability to hear good sound, good music has evolved. That you just know. Yeah. People and people might not really be able to picture it, but you just know. So me, when I create song, I know when it sounds good. Mm. And even though when a lot of people might reject that particular track or that beat, that. Yeah. I, I'm convinced. I yeah. know. And know. I've got it to a point now that my intuition, my my way of thinking is now, I can, I, now I've can. i proven it. Even I, not to talk about music, in things of life, when I know that, it's exactly, exactly the thought I had towards a guy that happened. Mm. So I now know, okay, I'm not on that level now yeah. in my life that I'm, I'm 99. Oh, no, let, don't let me say 99. 90% sure of things. That. Yeah. If anything, oh, I think you should hack on this. Mm. And I tried it. It's always like that. So I think for musicians and music and producers, it's like that. So when I make beats or when I make song and I, or I, I, so I'm not just record on a song, on a beat. Like I have a project that I'm working on now. Yeah. And immediately I just hear what they do. I say, this is mad. And every other person that probably listen, the same thing they are going to say. Yeah. They say, this is mad. So it takes, it takes years for you to get to that level. Awesome. Awesome. And then it also takes training. Yeah, the training, well. yeah. And it takes your talent, your natural talent like, for, for, yeah. for love for music to what, get to that what, level. What, what would you say are the fundamental things as a producer? What would you call the... What would you say are the fundamental... You mean natural instinct yeah. or what? Like like, like the, the, the basic things you need to have. So it's divided into two. Okay. Your knowledge for music programming and music theory. You know how to play the keys. You know, but that's number one. Mm. But it's... I don't think it's very important, but mm. 
the other half is your is music programming. Okay. Which is what you guys are doing with your go rare road go yeah. and yeah, all of that. You yeah. know how to just do this. Programming is not very important because yes. majority of the production technology, all of those tools is now is now softwares. Yeah. Mm. Software that you know a kid can be on the like I'm sure you heard about the 13 year old. Is it from Canada or that produced for Jay Z? It's just a 13 year old girl. Wow. She you know she mastered that. Two that laptop that software, those are the two major things. major things you need to understand. You know, understand basic music theory. You know, just understand all of. But the music program, I think the music program is now very more, more important. It's more important, like awesome. yeah. how to mix the vocal, how to touch up, how to tweak, and all it. That's the music programming. Very important. Awesome. awesome. Uh, just another one is over the years, like in producing, what do you what has changed? Especially mm. in like music, in terms of producing music. I'm sure the tools so, yeah. have changed as well. Yeah. Like, so every year, the mm. tools keep changing. A lot of people usually ask me that. Why is it that um, my sound is so fresh? Mm. You know, that's why the fact that I've been, I've been around for a long time. After a while, they feel like, oh, some producer, they don't really like their sound. But every time, it's always fresh. It's just because I keep my mind fresh. I learn. I, I'm, a, I'm a student. I'm always a student. Like yeah. people that I've taught, I still go back to learn from them. Sure. That's why the father, I, because I used to have a, while I was in Nigeria, I used to have a music school in collaboration with another person. And we trained a lot of producers. And some of these producers, I occasionally just call them, how are you doing? How are you? Because, yeah. so tell me more. What's the, they will now, those kids, they know, they share with you. Awesome. I share with them. I'm always on YouTube. Awesome. <laughs> I'm, I'm always on YouTube. Yeah. You know, I watch, because that's the only way to stay fresh. Yeah. You know, and also engage with people. You know, the producer community. Yeah, just is a is a um, how will I put it now? It's an intentional thing to grow. You know, is an intentional thing. Yeah, you know, you you must be intentional about it. Don't 100%. don't have that natural growth. You know, natural growth is that <laughs> you just grow and grow. <laughs> but you also have to you be intentional with yeah. your growth. Yeah. Growth can be natural. A tree can grow. Absolutely. Anything, but human, you can grow like that too. But to grow well, to grow in it, you need to be intentional about it. Absolutely. So that's that's awesome. what I do. Awesome. Now I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Now, uh, what's usually the what's usually the mood when you are in the in the studio with an artist? So now you've you've made a beat, you've selected, or rather, you found an artist that you believe you know what this guy is going to kill this beat. This guy is actually going to deliver on this beat and deliver good sound to people. What's usually that? You know, they 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 usually say, okay, fine. These are rumors that. That that usually appears to us from weed are outside. There's uh, oh that there's so much drinking, there's so much smoking, smoking you know, like from outside. Yeah. But what's usually like the mood between yourself and the artist in the studio to be able to? All right. All right so um, yeah, because you don't you don't drink. Yeah, I don't drink. I don't mm. smoke. So, mm. uh, I I just want you to be talented. I just want you to to be on the same frequency with me. Right? Like we're just vibing. Of course, I give you your creative freedom. Yep. Express yourself in a way you can, but also. I want an artist too that wants a producer to express nice. himself too. Mm. Because so many artists, they try to want certain things, certain way. Yeah, too and, narrow And mind. it yeah. kills the vibe for mm. producer. Um, yeah. You can go back and check out this video by um, Michael Jackson and Quincy Jones. You know that song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. string. Yeah. Quincy Jones played it. Then mm. Michael Jackson said, take it off. I don't like it. Oh. 
Wow. Mr. Joe said, no. You can't <laughs> tell me what to do. I want it. And that up to today, you know when you hear that song? Don't stop till you get in it. That's yeah. the biggest yeah. part of the song. See why we all need to give ourselves that creative freedom. You yeah. know, allow everybody to express. That. Like if you are too rigid as, a, as an artist, you are too strong will and I know that it's really not impacting my my You're vibe yeah. I don't want I'm not comfortable working with you you know we should be able to complement each other's strength mm. and weaknesses you know absolutely nah that was actually deep man. especially making the analogy with you know Quincy Jones and Michael Jackson because yeah. for the most part we always try to impose our style yeah. you know on other yeah. people yeah. You know, instead of us okay you know what let us I wouldn't call it compromise, but but it's, it's just let us accommodate each other and actually produce, you know, the best thing out there. Yeah. Uh, you're also you're also a songwriter. Yeah. You actually write, so it's not just that you are behind, you know, the keyboard and then you're producing the beat as well. Now, did this was this always there, or did it get to a point where you were like, you know what, let me just start write, writing yeah. these lyrics? Yeah, I started up as a singer. Oh. Not as a producer. I've always been in, awesome. the, in the choir in church. Oh. So I've always had a... Why, why is it that most musicians <laughs> or people that come into music or Africa... Check the time. They, yeah, so it's uh, 6, 7, 10. Okay. Okay, I need to send a message by oh. 6. You guys can 6, cut 30? it out. You guys can cut it out. Okay, okay. it's fine. Yeah. 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 I need to just send a test message. Okay. Because, okay. because okay. I might not be able to make it to the... Yeah. Where you be? But let's, let's come no to problem. Yeah. yeah. Let's... let's uh, so, so we're talking about, uh, we're talking about, why is that, of course, most, most people in music, they always have that background in the choir. In the choir, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even devil was in the choir. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, right? He was the chief, he was the, yeah. Yeah, so, so what happened is that, um, really, any, 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 um, any house, mm. any organization, any platform mm. that would, train that will impact and help people grow yeah. that's what it is it's not just church alone <laughs> i can tell you if there is a particular house we call it uh house of hearts house yeah and you say you are you put pianos there you put you are just bringing people you are training them it's like church too yeah. <laughs> you know that's exactly what happened it's why why just why people just relate it to church church is because then yeah. church is the consistent is the how will I put it? It's like it's the only thing you go to uh, only place that Riazal, you, yeah. you know. I hope you can music. connect it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yes. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So um really they've 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 actually the music just the music industry has changed and then he was asking me things that have changed. As, aside from, you know, the tools, I believe that so many other things have changed. There used to be a time where there was all these conversations and controversy be, between producers and the artists, mm. you know. Largely, for the most part, I believe. I'll be honest with you. When I'm listening to a song, mm. I swear, what moves me is really the beats. Mm. The beats. If the melody is not there, mm. see, there is this song. Um, it's Peppers by Farouk. So he's mm. he's, he's he's a South American artist. What is moving me in the song is actually the melody. The melody. You understand? Yeah. And then he's actually speaking Latin. Like I don't understand Latin at all. So mm. many songs that are out there that it is the melody that moves people. It's not even what the artist is saying. Mm. But for the most part, it seems as if the producers are usually overlooked. Yeah, know? not again. <laughs> so I uh, agree. Not it's again. a very... Yeah, yeah. Very, I mean, subjective. Like, we're coming from there, though. Yeah, yeah, no, you I, know, I agree with you. It is very, very recent that the producers started, you know, I agree with you, and if you go, like, 
if you like, he was asking me that I like to also teach and all that. Mm. So if you go back to um, ten years ago, yeah. there was nothing like they don't give chance to producer. They don't not they give chance to producer, but producer were not really getting what it deserved. Yeah, and um, I was in uh, Maryland, in America. Then mm. I was talking to a lady DJ. Is a friend of my DJ Supermodel, and he was talking. She was talking about um, royalties, publishing, and all of that. And meanwhile. That thing was not really, really... It was there, but they made it look like uh, it's not the structure, is not there in Lagos mm. and, and all that. And wow. I came back home. And again, that is why it's good for people to, you know, travel. Yeah, educate know, themselves. Educate yourself. Yeah. Sometimes traveling can be an investment, not On some sort of Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, because you you are supposed to you open your mind yeah. to many things yeah. and see uh, different practices that you can... So when I came back home, I said, okay... How can we be getting our royalties? Yeah, I mean, like I have so many songs like out there that are like some of the biggest songs in the world. Then I like, then it wasn't really like that in Lagos. I had to, you know, use a South African company wow. to be getting my publishing and all of that. So it's it's it's, it's a how would I put it? It wasn't like that in America. Mm. It was just because uh, the structure. Was, you know, you know, when there is a structure, people don't. Like I tell people, when people come out here, they travel out of Africa, they behave themselves because they, there's a rule that of course. you would dance to the melody. Of course. of course. So because of the fact that there's no, no punishment for cheating no creators, no yeah. consequence. So that's why many, most of the artists were just... people. Artists actually knew that they were supposed to give some sort of uh, right to producers. You yeah. know, yeah. you know, they then... And you look at it too. Artists used to be the... The, the rich people, you know, producer is just one young guy that would just come up with a beat. So they rate them like that. Mm. So, and that's why one of the, some of my messages I'm going to be talking about, especially looking into the issue of Mobad and so many things that started to come up after, after that. Yeah. How so many labels, so many uh, investors, they take advantage of, of people artists. Because, you know, when these artists, producers, they are coming yeah. on board. Yeah. They don't really have leverage. They don't have value. They are bringing it because they are poor. They're yeah. from they yeah. don't really. They're yeah. just hungry about bringing anything. I go sign. True. You know. But now, things are beginning to look different because we yeah. have producers that are already doing well. They're already on YouTube selling beats, so they already have that negotiating uh, power. Wow. Yeah. Mm. So when they meet artists, artists don't really take. And they already most of all these producers now they already have publishers. They already know on YouTube those information that are out there. They already know they need to go and register with BMI with uh, ASCAP. So when they are talking, oh, okay, we are producing. So okay, why are we doing the split? Fifty percent. You know, things those things changed with time. Mm. However, it's not like I used to say something in economics class. We learned that. There's a difference between growth and development. Yeah. Right now, people are saying Nigerian music is great, but there's still room for development. Absolutely. There's still room for a structural development exactly. and all of that. Thing, so. Yeah, 100%. Nice. 100%. That's, why, that's why we need people like you. Honestly, you know? man. Honestly, to actually, to actually give Create you know, the this knowledge. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, we'll do that. And shout out to what you guys are also doing. Too. Nah, Thank we you. appreciate Thank you. you know, because people will listen to your program and they'll learn. Yeah, and we appreciate you. We appreciate you. Looking at the looking at the Nigerian music industry, uh, and where you started from, and where it is right now, with our music being global. Now they say Afrobeat is Afrobeat is new hip hop. Yeah, it's the new hip hop. It's outside. I mean, if you look back to some of the hits that you created back then, did you really did you really envision and you know 
and believe that one day Afrobeat is going to... Bro, literally, I'm at the gym. I'm, I'm hearing Afrobeat play on the... Like, right here, I'm hearing Afrobeat play on the speakers. I'm, I'm on the road, and then... Afrobeat is everywhere. Yeah, can't, and, can't then, escape it. And, then, and then somebody's driving, and then, like, they're blurring Afrobeat, you know, outside. Yeah, so like, so I, knew, I knew it would happen. When YouTube came, I knew something. When I started getting messages from... East Africa, from Russia, from many part of European country, because mm. I did the song I did for Econ at Peace Square. I infused electronics dance music. They call it EDM. EDM That's yeah. why you hear that dun, 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 inside dun, 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 on African drum. Ah, uh, yeah. It was yeah, a, it was a, it was a genius thing. You yeah. Know? The people in Europe how, how, they can connect with that sound. Mm. Wow. And when I knew something was up, then when Spotify came through, when Instagram, all of those things came through. Yeah. Meanwhile, I can tell you that. Those were the things that were making uh, that, that were making us not really, you know, we, we were not in the mainstream yeah. because of those things. But once the internet connected us through those platforms as a one village, yeah. one global village, yeah. Yeah. you can. That's why a kid in California can be connecting with Whiskey. Absolutely. Whisk, you know, I knew something would happen to our music yeah. because there's no more barrier. And there are no more limitations because now there's one. Internet is a connecting dot. Mm. And now our artists are traveling. As a matter of fact, a lot of our artists are not even, there are no more Nigerian artists, don't be deceived. Mm. They are signed to major labels in America. They are yeah. signed to, it's so uh, universal music. They are using, they are, no they are more infiltrating Nigerian the market. Artists. Yeah. They are now like global artists. So, Absolutely. So, so I, all thanks to God for, the, for that. Absolutely. I, I, I'm, I'm curious because I feel like we've not put it into perspective how mm. big that song is. Those songs, terms, a lot of songs. That chopped my money. Yeah. I feel <laughs> like that was the first, I'm willing to say that was the first major collaboration no, between an international artist and a Nigerian artist of that scale. Yeah, he changed the game. I'm, 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 game, I'm willing, I'm, I think so, I think so, right? And, and please, what was that feeling like? You know, like as in, I'm I'm talking about the entire how, like the entire process. Exactly. Itself. So who reached out? You know, how did the opportunity come? All right. So it was, it was a, uh, you know, I've been trying to work with them, Peace Square, while I was seven in Nasarawa mm. as a cop copper. Oh, wow. Then the opportunity didn't just come. So then I, I I think I had just returned from the United Kingdom. Then they told me, oh, they were rounding up their album. The invasion album, and I said, okay, sure. Can can we just try one more sound? Mm. And that song happened to be what sold the entire album. You know, sometimes you never can tell. Like that's what I was saying. You yeah. never can tell when when the inspiration comes. Capture. Yeah. You know, the 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 weakest ink is stronger yeah. than the strongest mind yeah. any day, anytime. So, and we captured it, and it was a vibe, and we we met severally after that. And they went to America, and something happened. And they said, "Oh, flip! We need to connect, and we need to do the remix." And well, we, are remix, we, yeah. we, we rearranged the beat, mm. and Akon jumped on it, and that was it. That was it. So sorry, time. Mm. Go, 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 go. Yeah. For the text, right? Yeah. Yeah. Six twenty-seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six twenty-seven. Yeah. Okay. So pause. Just, yeah. just sorry, guys. Press it. No, mm. but see, yeah, uh, my brother, and I think. I, I think we can actually have a conversation. Okay. So, yeah, 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 I mean, I think we can so, have a so conversation. So, like, 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 I like what you guys are doing. Yeah. 
and and it's a beautiful idea you know you're trying to get people to talk on and and when 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 I, I, you guys reached out I, I oh this is good let's yep. support our own absolutely let's help one another scale up and let's you know let's support one another and, yep. and that's exactly what I think Nigerians African in diaspora also mm. need to do you know because we can learn from the Chinese from the Indians absolutely you know like they they are so they have a way of helping the one another bonding and helping yeah. each other grow yeah I mean. I can share different experiences, especially with regards to the Indians. In fact, the Chinese have gone far. Hmm. You know, like the Chinese, they're not even on our level at all. Like the Indians, bro, the way they are connected, the way they work together. They have a process. They, there's no way you're going to be an Indian hmm. and like you're going to be left behind or you're going, nah. The moment like, you, apparently, the moment you land in Canada, if you're coming from India, they already have there's like there's already like a connection like they know i don't think it's just it's not just in canada it's no, everywhere it's, 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 it's everywhere anywhere like they actually have systems when you, know, you graduate from when you work. graduate from school you know there's already there's already like a funnel you yeah. know that or people will no, i actually help. think like uh i don't know the problem with the africa i think is it competition or is it i uh, I, I want to be the first to do it or i want to yeah i don't know it's a question i, I actually do not know no, mm. it's no, it's 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 it actually among that. It's actually amongst that. You see, listen, we have so many, you know, Africans that are in top organizations that can actually help, you know, one another mm. and stuff like that. But then it's almost very, very difficult mm. for you to even reach out to those people. To even get things like referral and mm. say, Oh, you know, I beg, help me, yeah. you know, you know, just just refer me to this person. But the Indians, you literally, I believe you've been to Walmart. Yeah. You would think Walmart is an Indian franchise, but Walmart is an American franchise. And from A to Z, in fact, it's very, very, bro, when last did you see a white person in Walmart in this <laughs> Bridgeport? Walking. Yes, walking. And then again, I like, I'm not just saying it's okay, like maybe because of cheap labor or anything, but I'm telling you, these people, once they come in, boom, boom, once one comes in, it's just like, you know, I don't understand the stereotypical, but back then, they say if you have like, like um, an Aosa Gitman or something, before you know what's happening, the entire shit. <laughs> you know, the entire shit. They'll Literally, bring themselves. Yeah, <laughs> that's how these guys are. Yeah. Once one comes to the organization, yeah. boom, like they hire each other. And then we don't have that energy within ourselves yeah. because we're trying to compete. We're trying to say, oh, I did it first. I'm yeah. the first Nigerian to do this. No. Everybody wants to wear that crown. You're the first Nigerian. But then others that what does it, are does suffering. It, yeah, it, it doesn't yeah, add anything. Yeah. No value. And I think it's, if you, uh, one thing that I know is that if you help other people grow if you show them the way my own philosophy is that they also apart from the fact that they can actually do what you're doing they're going to do it differently mm, that you can now some kind of thing there's some learning that you can now say oh you did it differently and another result came out mm. people don't use that approach like i'll use that uh, uh i was talking to someone recently i said i teach people things yeah or i i share some secrets some tips some some sort of thing that I bump into, I share with people. Mm. I'm a kind of guy that I, that I talk a lot, I share, like, like if you go to my, I share. Yeah. You know, my own style that when I teach, when you now learn it, I notice that when they do it, people that I teach, they do it differently. Yeah. That I can now see some pattern that I can learn yeah. from. Right? Yeah, absolutely. No, absolutely. I, I believe that was the way. I believe that was the way. I believe that was the way. You want to go back to the chopper money conversation? Yes, absolutely. Way. So that was the. In that point in time, I'll, I'm willing to say that was the biggest collaboration. Yeah, yeah. You know, bringing these two worlds together, right? 
I would say hip hip hop is um Akon is R and B, is an R and B yeah. artist primarily, which is you know hip hop, you know, and Afrobeat. You said you, you already spoke some a little bit about how the opportunity came, mm. how you were serving, and then you've been trying to work with yeah. you know Peace Grand. They were just rounding up their project, their, their project, album, project yeah, album, you know, yeah. and you know this did, did they already have contact with Akon and all of that? Did they? No, you know, get you know what happened is the original one came out already, maybe like one month. And it's like wildfire. Exactly. And they also they also looking into scaling up their music career, like getting more exposed to the international music scene. And, yeah. And that that opportunity just just happened. Yeah, happened then. Awesome. That was it. Awesome. And you can see from there, it's when you set a standard, when somebody do something or uh what am I saying? And when a milestone is reached is achieved, yeah, yeah, yeah. you see that. Thousands of people will replicate that, Absolutely. and that you now see that it's now like a ch you see Whiskey and Chris Brown. You see, yep. it's now like it's no more because you just need somebody to, to break that, that scene. Yeah. yeah, and I think those guys did. Like yeah. I mean, like they, yeah. they were actually like the first major I, ones. Yeah, then I also I think the second person you would give it to is the band and endowed by yeah. Snoop. And once that and it becomes a standard, and everybody wants to follow that. So it's always good to 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 have people break that ceiling, break mm. that. You know that I achieve one milestone. Yeah, they yeah. to give room for. I used to tell people then when people are saying whiskey, I say people. A lot of people beat. They, they, I'm not saying like in terms of competition, but look at what Calm Down is doing. Mm, the numbers. To, nah, you know. nah, and I can tell you, you can you can keep this for record. You can keep this for record. Another kid is going to come and beat. It's going to shatter that record. Absolutely. I'm telling you. Yeah. I've seen it happen over the course of my career in the in the, in the music industry. Nah, awesome. So, nah, awesome, so just. Where do you think Afrobeats is is going in terms of, you know, I mean, every we are global mm. right now. Afrobeats is global right now. Mm. But where do you think it where do you think it will go? Do you think Afrobeats is actually going to be bigger than hip hop? Uh, yeah, Afrobeats. I mean, I have two news for you <laughs> regarding okay. Afrobeats. One is bad. One is good. Okay. One might be bad. One might be bad. Things can still be done. And one is good. So which one do you want for? Let's get the bad first. So no, not not literally bad. It might be. It might end up being a bad news for you guys later. So what happened is that the Afrobeat is going, is growing now. It's becoming big now. But I can tell you that some some power, some companies, they are already taking. They are already. Getting Afrobeat because guess what, all the masters. I'm talking about the copyright of so many songs that from Afrobeat. <laughs> so our so-called uh, people in the West are already getting there. Are you wow. serious? It's not really truly Afrobeat. It might not really be our own thing, you know, because we are not having that institution. We are not having that structure that is that is really owning Afrobeats. I, I, I'm, I'm looking for the exact word to mm. use now, like in terms of our artists. Our, our artists are not getting signed to an Afrobeat label. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> that is true. Empire is not an Afrobeat label. Our artists are not getting signed which is not really, it doesn't matter anyway, but yeah. I feel like we, the, owner, the ownership, the stake, I feel like I would be very glad if we can have more of our people owning, owning, I mean, which is, they are owning, which also, we, can, we, we might want to say too, they also still need the help of these international companies to help them grow. But I feel like I want to see, I want to see us owning you know, our thing, you yeah. know, I actually want to see because that's what, because very soon, Afrobeat will just go mainstream and you're going to see someone from British Columbia 
we just get an Afrobeat song. I mean, Afrobeat beat, beat. instrumental. And, and he's going to sing, sing his country music on it. And it might be and the you'll biggest. Like, you'll be looking like, what's going on? And it might even be the biggest, biggest song. Yeah. And don't be surprised that those songs will be nominated for our best Afrobeat of the year is from Before an artist know. from wow. Tennessee. From, and because they can study it and do it better than you. Yeah, that would be a show. So, so okay, look at reggae music yes. now. Why you gotta be so rude? Yeah, is that not reggae? It's reggae, yeah. it's reggae. Yeah, it is. It yeah. is. That's one example of yeah. so many songs that that wow. came through that, you know, I hope you understand where I'm going. Yeah, 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 I, yeah, I, yeah. Then I the good that. thing is Afrobeat is actually going to be big. Mm. It's going to be bigger than hip-hop. It's bigger than... Because if you, if, you, if you look at it, you know, African, mm. we are so blessed in a certain yes. way that it's not today. It's, it's been... Yeah. We, we are just... We're just different. Yes. Mm. And people love what is different. And it's not so many people that can do our music the way we do it. You know? I feel like... It's, Afrobeat is a force that is still going to grow more than this. It's, you know, I just want to see us taking more ownership mm. in, in the in the Afrobeat thing. Like, that, 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 that's, yeah. that's the thing. Yeah. So my, 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 I'm curious. Did you see the clip? There was an interview, Bonner on, I think it was Apple. Apple oh, okay, him. okay. And then he said, so we, we, spoke, we spoke about this in the previous yeah. episode yeah. on this podcast. Mm -hmm. And then he said that, you know, that a lot of the Afrobeats artists don't have any real experiences. Substance. And they just, you know, that there's no substance in the music. But, and, okay. And he goes on to say that, you know, um, he's not an Afrobeats artist. That he's, he's created a new genre mm. called Afrofusion. I was very disappointed. Mm. I'm a huge Afrobeats fan. I mm. would like to think so. I was very disappointed when I heard him say this. And I was also... I also thought he didn't he didn't he didn't really understand what he was doing and saying at the same time. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, two things that I see from this form of party that he said a lot of Afrobeat artists. And sometimes when you say a lot, a lot of hundred is ninety-six, a lot of hundred is eighty-six, a lot of hundred is maybe maybe um ninety-seven. Mm -hmm. So I feel like three percent, four percent or five percent, it can't really refer to people like uh, to Baba with African Queen, Whiskey, yeah. yeah, thank you. with uh, so many of those songs yeah. that he, uh, he, he did with Beyonce, yeah. um King Girl. Yeah. You know, look at what Whiskey said in that yeah. song, you know. Yeah. So he, he was just expressing himself. At the end of the day, freedom of speech. But however, it's a global audience watching that program. You know, it's. I feel like somehow, somehow, so many people will be offended because you should talk about your own issue. Elevate your own. You say, "Oh, our Afrobeat industry is growing." I mean, those are. The, I think it's just this. He, he had a, he, he, he was trying to express himself. I just feel like didn't do it right. Yeah, it's choice of words yeah. and and all of that. Because at the end of the day, I can't just go and say, "Oh, I'm here now." I'm say, "Oh, our people, they are not doing yeah, that." Yeah. So it's it's offensive to so many people and and all of that. But I actually, when you say a lot, I feel like what's your number? What's mm. your uh, uh, what, what are you looking at? What are you calling Lord? Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. yeah. 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 So you said that there was a good and bad. You, you only spoke about the, the, the bad, actually. You said the good. You said the good. Afrobeats is... It's going to grow. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's good. Okay. going to grow. Uh, and a lot of people cash seen. out. A lot of yeah, people make money. Seen. You see a lot of people will make money. And it's going to affect the movie. 
Afrobeat is already affecting the movie industry because mm. um, Afrobeat song is already infiltrating the movie in, in, in Hollywood, Hollywood. In Hollywood, yeah, it's it going to affect uh, uh, fashion. Mm. Very soon, you're going to be seeing uh, Afrobeat influence fashion, fashion. lines. Mm. You know, you're going to be seeing that. You're going to be seeing. Uh, it's going to even go back to uh, helping Africa grow more. Exactly. Because there will be some people that will come back to see. Okay, we want to go to the roots. Want to. So a lot of things will happen. So for the most part, you know, we're talking about Afrobeat growing and we're also talking about most of these artists being signed to, you know, um, record labels in America, Universal, Empire, Rockefeller, and, you know, and, um, yeah, Rockefeller and, you know, rest yeah. like that. Def Jam. Uh, Def yeah. Jam, you know. Which, so, I don't know if you know Odumodu. Yeah, I think I got to go is also on Def Jam. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So, so, I, so, myself, I can have a lot of conversations, especially with regards to Afrobeat. And then I tell him sometimes that sometimes when I'm listening to some of these beats, Mm. they are actually changing. Like, it's no longer the Afrobeat. Like, mm. yes, we are trying to accommodate a foreign audience. But then I believe in doing that, it is going to lose its originality. I mean, like the things that actually constitute, you know, Afrobeat itself. Like, like, like the drums and all, you know, and then we are infusing so many things because we want someone in, you know, Mongolia and someone in Russia to actually listen to us. But, but what are your thoughts with regards to that, please? Yeah, yeah, it's true. It eventually is going to get you, you, a lot of, uh, you know, you're hearing Afro uh, fusion, fusion now. Yeah. Mm. You're hearing Afro trap. It's going to happen, you know. Yeah. Of, yeah. You know, it's going to move into so many other genres like Afro beat, Afro trap, mm. uh, electronic Afro, Afro fusion, yeah. Afro. Yeah. It's going to happen, but I feel like the element itself. Mm. Uh, will still be there. Yeah, that's what I think. Which is yeah. the drums. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Drums. And I think it's fine because so far the bass is there mm. and, you know, They're just they are building on, on top of that bass. It's, it's, I'm, I'm fine with it. So I listen to a lot of music. I can, I'm, I'm fine with it. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So looking at the current music industry, who are your promising stars? Who are the stars that you see and then you're like, Omar, I like what these guys do. I'm not talking about, of course, like you know, the, the, the whiskey generation right now. Mm. I'm talking about the Rema generation, the Oxley generation, the Joe Boy generation, and then those that are coming up. Who, who are the guys that, that you're seeing and you're like, you know what, they're doing it right? Mm. Wow, it's, it's very difficult to just mention names because <laughs> there are a lot of them that, mm. are, that are doing amazingly, they're doing amazing stuff and yeah. they, are, they are really very promising. So, mm. It's just very I, no names 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 are not actually coming, coming to my to head right head. now. But I I feel like so many of our artists are trying now. They are really raising the bars in, in terms of the song they are doing, their videos and the 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 audience is just growing growing every day. Like uh, there's so many of them like that are good that I'm 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 really rooting for, yeah. watching out for looking for what's next for them and how they can get better. And I'll just hope that um, uh, our record labels in Nigeria can also keep creating avenue and platform to help them grow without ripping them off, without... Because what happens to... So what happened to uh, the likes of Mobad? Mobad never truly lived up to its full potential. potential. Absolutely. You know, like a promising, like you said, a promising... Yeah. Because I feel like he could have done so much more. Absolutely. If not because he was caught up in the record label issue, 
he was having depression. Yeah. He was because a lot of people didn't imagine this guy was going to be board number of uh, topping trending songs Charles. in the world because now the world got to down here about him. What about things that he he, see, yeah. he had in, in inside of him? I didn't bring you out know, yet. I didn't live up to it. So I feel like you know the record label. I hope they can keep enabling this guy by now really making them and I also advise upcoming artists to to make sure they have values, they have leverages that they can when they when they are going to contract they are, I hope they get to sit down with a lawyer as well. Mm. So they are they are they have a good negotiation, they have a good contract. Yeah. Which will be a win win because I know investors want to go into business so that they can win. Absolutely. Artists also want to prosper too. Yeah. But there is a conflict of interest when one party is feeling cheated and all of that. So hundred percent. With your time and then with the experience that you've shared in music, I believe that you can speak to almost every part, you know, mm, that takes you. to that takes to actually create, you know, a good music, even with you guys even a good video. For the most part, we have, you know, good Nigerian artists, wonderful, talented Nigerian artists that are abroad. Mm. In America, in Britain, you know, in, in Canada. And then sometimes some of those artists they believe that they have to move back. Mm. To Nigeria mm. for them to actually blow, you know, it happened to a couple. Yeah, um, yeah, um, what's I, I, I've, I've heard about this conversation, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I think Tenny had to move back, mm. David had to move back. Um, what's, what's the other lady's name that was signed to Maven? Tiwa Savage, Tiwa Savage, yeah, oh, yeah okay. you know, you know, they had to move back. What, what is your thoughts with regards to that? Can you actually blow anywhere mm. when you're an Afrobeat artist, or you know what, the Afrobeat crowd? has to know they have to give you the there. stamp first yeah and then you have to go <laughs> back so i think this is a very very important conversation you know mm. <laughs> and there's no one route to it all mm. yeah you know uh so what happened is that nigeria we have the population if i believe that we are two over 200 million now yes. so for example let's take for example now the size of toronto or size of some others the population might be small so it's difficult for you to really get that number Numbers still come from Nigeria. So how can they love you more? How can they embrace your craft more? Mm. Maybe if you move closer to the community itself, you know, you go to the, you, they get to see you mm. move with their artists, mm. you know, roll with their artists, do songs with their artists. You know, you're, you're building the local audience gradually, gradually then words start spreading. You know, yeah. you, this guy, oh, he come to Unilag, he come to this place, he go. Uh, the guy bad or one one day. I yeah. think that's how the things starts going. You know, because because I know people like artists that there, you know, they had a hit song from New York and at the point they were, you know, huge and all of that. But that you know, the scaling or the you know moving to the next stage might be difficult. Yeah. But, you know, like for example now, I, I, I know that maybe see me, I didn't I didn't really go down see me. I think maybe they are in America now, but yep. but if you see them, they still come back to, to Nigeria, Nigeria yeah, and yeah. Uh, apart from most, one thing that is very important, apart from you coming to Nigeria, it's the language. You speak the language that they understand. Absolutely. You know, do you speak the language? You don't say because you are now out there. See, Alekule Godo Garayana. See the song Vira because the, the, a lot of people connect with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I bought I bought car for my papa, whatever. It's yeah. the dream of every African child to yeah. do, and they relate yeah. with that. Yeah. yeah. You know. So you the roots. You need to connect with your roots, whether by your language, mm. the song you compose, or are you moving close to them, or are you having that local shows? But 
But I think I don't I don't want to I don't know if you need to still always travel back home. I think the reason why people travel back home is they want to you need to when you are outside, you can't really produce the Afrobeat because I've seen a lot of people complain yeah. that uh, an artist, I think it's an, it's an artist in Canada here that said, I'm trying to do some Afrobeat song, but Afrobeat is no. not Afrobeat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need inspiration. No inspiration. Mm. You can't. Let me tell you one thing. If you. All this, if you say you are doing suya, you are yeah, doing suya. It's different from you know? <laughs> So the, you need to go and different. produce yeah. with an Afrobeat producer. Absolutely. And most time, some of them, it's not every one of them that have the the opportunity to travel abroad. So you still mm. need to go back home to go and make your album. Yeah. So I think that's one of that factor. Mm. Yep, I agree. Yeah, so I think it's it's a very it's a tricky one, but yeah. I, I've I've been able to touch on this element that I feel like. It's important, which is producing with an Afrobeat producer. Let them do it for you. They know the right mix. Mm. They know the right way it must be cooked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? Of course. And also, not. you need to speak the language they understand. Don't, don't go and be singing, yo, yo, yo. They, they will not really vibe <laughs> to you. <laughs> nobody nobody, will, nobody you know? wants to hear And that. if you feel, yeah, if you are led to move closer to your people. Yeah, go. why not? So yeah. I think, it, you know, everything, the game will keep changing. You Absolutely. know, no one rule to it because... Gonna days that like our artists now most of them literally they are residing abroad, but ten years ago if they were living in abroad nobody could really send them. Mm. But now there is the TikTok, there is, uh, there yeah. is TikTok, there is Instagram. Exactly. I can still be doing live with you. Like a lot of people will be listening to your podcast now from every part of the. You don't need yeah. to go to Lagos to go and record. Yeah. yeah. So I'm a very diplomatic person on this particular mm -hmm. topic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, no, no. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Speaking about producers. Um, I believe from the time that you've come up up until this period, there's so many producers that you've actually you know, seen, and I believe that you've actually worked with, collaborated with so many as well. Who do you, who are some of the you know, producers out there, out there, especially mm. the Afrobeat producers that you that you think, ah man, I read I read this guy's work. Mm. Like actually, because you know they're actually a lot, you know, <laughs> like like and they're actually very very good ones, mm. like wonderful. Trust yeah, me, bro. I've heard some some insane. Sounds yeah. of recent. Yeah. Uh, so, so our producers are shout out to all Nigerian producers, Afrobeat producers. They are doing so well. They are not just only doing what well, they are making money now. Mm. Yeah. They are they are really getting what they what they are really what they deserve, and they 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 keep coming up with brilliant projects every time. You hear the sound every time. It's crazy. It's crazy. So there are a lot of them like. Uh, I, I, it's just that when talking about specifics, it's always very difficult for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. But, but I know, shout out to all Nigerian presidents, they are doing so well. Yeah. They are, they are, they are. Even right now, I'm, I'm collaborating with so many, mm. so many other creators. Like the new song I'm working on now, is, I'm collaborating with Fioke, which, which is, is, is also, people don't know he's a producer, they just think he's a guitar player, but he's yeah. also a producer because I feel like we are now on that level now because I see when you listen to Kizani album, you see three three producers or four four producers on yeah. the song. Yeah. I'm happy that we are now on that level now. Yeah. Like, it used yeah. to be a Yankee yeah. before. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. Also, imagine, imagine, imagine three producers cooking the soup on one song. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 the best one person that I know that 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 do this a lot. That that one artist that does this a lot is, I think Kizani. Maybe I think a lot of people are well. Go to, go check out Kizania album. You mm. see a lot of producers, and I think it's a very brilliant. No, we now have a, we are now having writing camps oh. whereby they put a lot of producers okay. and songwriters in together, a row, mm. know, which is brilliant approach yeah. to in creating something music. extraordinary. Yeah, yeah. I'm just curious, in terms of in terms of money, hmm. well, 
how you I mean I'm I'm curious to know how much you know you might not have a figure but like mm. how much how much the producers actually after we producers producers are now charged like they charge two k. Two thousand dollars, three thousand dollars per beat, one thousand five hundred dollars for a beat or what? for a beat for a song. Mm. Yeah, they they are as, as high as that. I, I'm I telling you now, the range is now to just call the shot. The range is between five hundred to three five. Even some producer might charge you five k. So I saw, okay, sorry. We'll go I saw you were reacting to a video of Mr. Easy and um, and um, this guy. What's the name? Um, Ubi. Oh, okay. Ubi. Yeah, and then you were talking about you know. It's better to it's better for it's better for a no I don't think that was the video I think it was a different video where where you're talking about um, producers not accepting session fee instead they should actually get the split sheet because if you if you actually mm. if you actually collect you know like a session fee okay I think I get what you're saying yeah, so like, what I was saying is that there's a difference between paper hire uh, you know paper hire is that I just I, I invited a piano player yeah, come and play piano for me I take your your share hundred thousand I'll be going. Yeah, it's different from you say, okay, I want a stake, I want ownership of that. Mm. Don't uh, you're gonna pay me for my time? We all know that there's, you know, like if I spend hour, I want to be paid by Bill, my yeah, hour, yeah. That's just using my time and using my studio and engineering fee and all of that. But yeah, I still need to be part of. It's the law, mm. you know. Like if this song is streaming, I want to be part of getting some proceed from it. That's Absolutely. where split sheet is, is like a contract. Between artists and producers that say that says artist is only 10, uh, 20%, uh, writer is 20%, producer. So it's very important to always have that split sheet. Don't just get your money, paper, I and go. Insist that you want to be on the split, Thank which you. is on the contract that, that will help you anywhere in the world to say, oh, Netflix, I'm actually a producer of this one. I, I see that you use this song. Yeah, I need. I need my own cut. <laughs> yeah, straight up. That's Pay me awesome. my money. Don't play. <laughs> don't play. That's <laughs> awesome, bro. Yeah. Like for real. Uh, so I noticed that you know that you are actually doing some things with regards to film. Oh, okay. Like, um, yeah. I mean, I've I've, I've done scoring for some movies. Mm. What was scoring? It's, it's just to just when you say scoring is you you you're getting them the soundtrack. Oh, okay. Or sometimes the uh, sound is designed yeah, for. Yeah. yeah. For like sad, some soundtracks for a couple of music that I've done, mm. like Funky uh, Akindele's uh, uh, Jennifer Diary. Awesome. I did a soundtrack to that. Then One Night oh, in wow. Vegas. Awesome. One Night in Vegas used to be is a Hollywood, awesome. Nollywood kind of movie. I did a soundtrack. I've heard about that. That's huge. Is that, not, is that is that AY's thing? One night. One in night no, Vegas. one night. No, that's another one. One night in Vegas has this. Uh, is it Jim Louis, the yeah, guy yeah. in the movie? I know, I know. Awesome. Yeah. So that, that that that's that. I think there are a lot of ways you, as a composer, you can make money. It's not just you making beats. Exactly. Yeah. You can always call movies. You can you can you can you can you can get sound for movies and all of that. Yeah. So these days, are you actively producing still? Yeah. Yeah. Still very yeah. much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Still very much. Yes. Yeah. So what? So now you're out here in Canada. I know that you are doing so many other things. Yeah. But really, I mean, like, what's usually your day-to-day -day like? All right, so my day-to-day, -day, like, it's making music and business. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 and business, you know, write or songs, create songs. Does that, That's still my day-to-day -day yeah. thing in, in Canada, yeah. So how about, like, has there been any move with regards to collaborating with, you know, Afrobeat artists here in Canada, 
And trust me, I believe that the prospect out here is actually very, very huge. Mm, yeah. And I think it's up to us to actually tap into it yeah, right yeah. now. Because there are several, I believe on the 14th, we have like a, a show. I'm not sure if she's doing like she does Afrobeat. I'm, t- I'm talking about Shewa. Yes. So there's actually like a oh, okay. show. Okay. Yeah, they were actually going for on the 14th. And, yeah. all. and then, you know, like I've heard her sing, I've seen some of her videos, like she's actually very, very awesome. Mm. So with regards to yourself, are there... Is there a? Are you planning on doing you know things like? Which song? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I think I know. I know the artist you just spoke about. Show. Yeah. I think she has reached out to me a couple of times. Mm. I think. I think someone we, we spoke a couple of times. So, yeah. and and I, I mean, I mean, I'm looking forward to collaborating with uh, Canadian based Afrobeat singers. You know, I'm already collaborating with some already. But I hope to collaborate more. more. Yeah. But currently, I'm collaborating with more of the Punjabi guys. Okay. Because yeah, I kind of, I kind of connect with the, with their, their rhythm. They have mm. very good rhythm, mm. and I feel like they have that crazy number. Their number, yeah. the numbers yeah. are huge. You guys are one point four. There's a guy I met in in school. Mm. He's he's on the NBA track list. His song is on the NBA track list. Are you serious? Yeah, and he's Punjabi. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I'm up and there's a particular project that is coming out with an artist called Fast Deep. He's very talented mm. and he's, he's in Brampton there in, 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 in Toronto. And it's it. So I, I, I mean, I, I, it's not just in America alone. I also want to locally collaborate with Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Um, nah, nah. You have, you have no, something else. Yeah. So, uh, really, you know, for yourself, like, what is next? Okay. <laughs> All right, so what's next for me? Yeah, I hope to develop myself more in terms of I still want to learn a few things that I, I think is going to help me in the next stage of me being an author because I want to start sharing yeah. in terms of writing books, yeah. creating some educational content. So I hope to do my MBA sometime soon. Nice. Awesome. And I, I also have a couple of projects that is coming out for me as, a, as not just as a producer, as a, as a singer, Okay. Collaborating with some other artists, artists um, nice. Love and Vibe is a song. It's a project I did with an artist called Chacha Wavy. It's going to be coming out soon. There, I have another artist with uh, Miku. Miku uh, is, an, uh, is a Los Angeles-based artist, very talented. He's also a member of the Recording Academy as well. He's, he's a nomi. He's, he's a nomi. He's a nomi, Grammy nominee. Nomi, wow. So uh, we have a project too we are working on, yeah. and so many other artists like that that we're working on. How, how do you get on? How do you get to be a member of the? Yeah, I think it's, it's based on invitation. Invitation, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and if you're married, if you if you have that, the that, track yeah, record, yeah, pretty yeah, much, yeah. your work has to speak for itself. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. fantastic, yeah. bro. Fantastic. You've you've been in some of the biggest rooms, literally, and then you know you're still humble, you know, <laughs> from what I see. You know, you're still down to earth and all. How are you able to maintain that? You've literally, in fact, like, you are there. Like, there's no argument. How are you able to maintain the humility? Yeah, so I I feel like it's not really, I think it's just my personality. Yeah. You know, really, you can't, what you don't have on the inside, it's definitely not going to project that. No matter how, it's just my style. Yeah. And humility might also be relative. You know, there are certain times that I, I, I have my standard. Mm-hmm. If you don't follow my standard, I don't go with it. I feel, uh, you know. But I just feel like, you know, like this uh, saying, like, uh, you you should be proud. You should have pride within you, but don't be too arrogant. 
you know, be proud of what you do, but don't be arrogant. Yep. You know, be humble, but don't be timid. True. Mm. You know, don't, don't you be you are humble, but don't be timid. True. Know your know who you, who yeah. you are, yeah. what you stand for. So just have that balance. And I think like where you are just yourself and you just maintain because it takes a lot for you to to climb up, but it's easy for you to come down. You know, hundred percent. You know, you know it, and it takes much more than talent for you to be successful in any industry. A lot of your behavior, so many factors comes in. So don't just talent is not enough. That's so to say. You know, your good behavior, the way you relate with people. You know, empathy. So many of these things they also yeah, account yeah. to. So many things. So many people lost out on opportunity just because they don't have those of their way of life yeah. or mm. the way they. Are, Nah, man. Nah, this this is actually one of the best episodes. Actually, yeah. I mean, you're, you you have no, some. No, I, I was going to say I was I was a I I started producing mm. for a very short span yeah. of time in my life. Mm. This was when I was in um, just about to graduate from secondary school. Oh yeah, A level period. Yeah, we had the no no. This was even before A levels. Mm. So SS three, my final. We had a small band called E.T. It was it called it meant extra like um, E.T. E, yeah, E.T. Mm-hmm. Um, it was I think it meant extraterrestrial nation. I think that was what it was. <laughs> E.T.N. Yeah. So I, I I produced at the time I, I I had a family friend that was you know he he actually produced, I don't know if you know if you've heard about Studio Magic. They mm-hmm. made. Okay, I think I know Studio Magic. Studio Magic, yeah. yeah. They they did Ajabota's album. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, that yeah. yeah. So so I, so I I did one beat, sent it to him, you know, because he was actually my inspiration at the time. Mm. I was like, because ah. I I've always loved music, mm. but I was like, okay, let me let me see what I could do. Got FL Studio, my one Acer laptop I had, you know, I was I played around, sent it to him, he listened to it, he gave me feedback, you know. I also we were two, so he's 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 still producing to today. Yeah. The other person, his name yeah. is Ov Beats. He mm. went with it. That's what he does, mm. you know. But ever since then, I've been trying to. I've been yeah, noticing that. So yeah, like, I I know I know something in the corporate world, but I need a creative side, mm. right? And I think everybody needs that creative side. Yeah, I think people need to feed into into that nature. So what would you what would you say or what do you think is somebody that maybe lost their way, mm. you know, or they or they, they didn't ever really foster what they had creatively. Yeah, so let's just let's let's just reset this. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, so so uh like you know having that you know like you said you have your you're very good with the corporate world, but yeah. you also have some creative side of you that you are trying to express. Yeah. So most time a lot of people uh we we are into what we are doing right now because of the survival. We need to pay the bills. Exactly. We need to, you know, to make money. The, because some creative stuff doesn't just readily just... Yeah, doesn't pay. Along, yeah. yeah, but I, I advise people, don't entirely ignore that creative side of you that is speaking inside of you. Like, my, you know, my wife used to talk about a YouTube page, um, Teacher Rachel. You know, they said she's earning millions. Mm. And what she does is she just, you know, teach a kid and put it on YouTube. Wow. You know, that idea, and she was not doing that before. She was also in corporate stuff. But, you know, the idea just came and, you know, I feel like just give yourself that freedom to express, you know, in, no matter like what you guys are doing. Now, hmm. yeah. You know, so I feel like you are still in the, in in the creative space. In the creative space. Yeah. So, yeah. Awesome. Awesome, man. So, like, 
Um, what are what are some things you've been doing like of recent that you know you actually want people to to actually imbibe? I mean, like maybe going to the gym, reading a book, <laughs> you know, whatever, whatever. Okay, well, recently, what have I been doing? Um, I'm tidying up the uh, the love and uh, vibe album project awesome. that I'm working on. And then um, um, and um, I just I just welcome a. In my in new child not too long awesome. ago. So I've been awesome. busy with fatherhood. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I've been busy with that. And, and, and I'm also planning on um, like some books that I've been putting together. I'm planning to finalize them. And also so many things, so many beautiful things Wonderful, that I've been putting man. together. Yeah. You know, and I'm also giving my room, myself room to learn and Wonderful. to express myself. Wonderful. So please, you know, where can our audience, you know, actually find you you know, with regards to Instagram, with regards to Spotify, YouTube, like, where can they find you and follow you and see the awesome work? Guys, <laughs> if, you actually, if you actually go to his Instagram page, bro, like, I'm like I'm dead serious. Like, you're just going to be amazed, you know, with the inspirational things you actually find there. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I mean, I'm, li- I'm just flip ties, F-L-I-P-T-Y-C, everywhere. <laughs> everywhere, flip ties. It's the name, nobody goes about that. How did your name come out please? It's yeah. from my name, Phillips. Oh, yeah. 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 awesome, yeah. awesome, man, bro! I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Yeah, so it's much. a pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, pleasure is ours. It's a pleasure. Thank you so much. And I, and I hope you guys are appreciating. Absolutely, with your support. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.